What's up, nerds? Welcome back to the table. I am Antonio Padilla, your Arthur, and with me, as always, is my Lancelot, Cliff Miller. Cliff, say what's up. Do dum dum do dum. What's up? <laughs> and today we have returning from uh, doing his own adventures. Last week we have the Wizard Merlin, Mister Swagtastic Swag. Say what's up. What's up? There it is, man. A few words, but you know, he's a strong, <laughs> silent type, ladies. so like i said swag wasn't here last week but he is here this week um it's probably best that you you sat last week outside because boy was it a beast of an episode oh my god (laughs) you guys haven't heard that episode go back and listen to it (laughs) yeah it was crazy it was crazy (laughs) oh yeah, yeah yeah like it we recorded like the recording session for that episode was almost like four hours long, even though the episode's not that long. But we won't talk about that right now. <laughs> we'll get into that maybe some other time. But yeah, it was crazy. Error. <laughs> yeah, we had some technical difficulties. That's the <laughs> that's the short and sweet way to say it. But yeah, so um, after last week's episode, swag, you're back. We got it was kind of a light news week. Uh, so we don't have a whole lot to talk about this week, but what we do have to talk about is pretty pretty awesome. We've got a lot of cool stuff this week, uh, as well as uh, some updates on some stories that we reported on previously. Uh, but before we get it into any of the news, uh, I want to talk about something. Uh, I Just today, I saw this movie, Brightburn. If you haven't heard of it, uh, check out the trailer. On YouTube, you can check it out. Uh, I was hyped when I saw that first trailer. Swag, you remember? I was like, "Dude, you got to check out this trailer. It's awesome." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I showed it to you. Yeah, and we were both just like, "Holy crap! I can't believe somebody's doing this." Uh, yeah, and if if uh, for those of you who might not know, it's it's essentially it's a, a film produced by our boy James Gunn. Uh, he did not direct it. I can't remember who directed it. Somebody looked that up for me. Um, <laughs> and it was written by two two gentlemen. I'm not sure if they have to be related to James Gunn because their last names are Gunn, G-U-N-N. So uh, his brothers, cousins, maybe, I don't know. It's, it's a family affair. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, if you don't know what it is, it's essentially, it's Superman's origin. But turns that whole thing on its head like if man of steel asked the question you know what if a child aspired to be something other than what society had intended what if a child had aspired to be something greater right this movie basically asked the question what if that child was not mankind's savior but instead its destroyer and that's pretty fascinating to say the least. And so the film itself is it, it pretty much it's pretty much that. It's it's the idea of this alien child from another world who crashes on Earth in a you know a spaceship. Like I said, it's basically Superman's origin story, but instead of 
growing up to be mankind's savior, he ends up being something much more sinister. <laughs> and it's pretty... The film is... It was awesome. Like, first of all, I wasn't expecting it to be as violent and as gory as it is, so that was kind of a surprise. And the performances were fantastic from everyone from Elizabeth Banks. She's in the film. She plays the uh, the mother of the the young alien boy. And uh, she she continues to be like one of the best actresses working in Hollywood today. And this film really cements that. So, you know, bravo to her, bravo to everybody involved. This film was fantastic. Visually, it looked amazing. And it was genuinely, it was genuinely scary and terrifying at times. And uh, anyone who knows me, when I talk about horror, I talk about how much I hate jump scares. This movie does not resort to jump scares, which I loved. Like, it really does rely on old-fashioned horror techniques to to make you scared. So I, I, I'm a big fan of this movie. Like I loved it. And like I was telling swag and I told Cliff this uh, earlier after I just, after I got out of the movie, I was talking about how this is not a spoiler because you know, we, we don't know, uh, you know, like I, depending on how well this movie does, like this could become a friend again this is not a spoiler as to how the movie ends like this doesn't give anything away what i'm about to say but if this movie does well enough at the theaters i can't i mean i would imagine that they would want to do more movies in this world in this universe and they do set up the idea of that like if this movie was superman but evil they set up the idea that there are other uh, evil versions of superheroes in this world, and we could potentially see those in other in sequels to this movie. So, uh, if that sounds like something you're interested in, go check it out. Like, please, please, please support this movie. Go watch it in theaters. Don't wait to watch it on Netflix because if you do that, this movie is not going to make the kind of money it needs to to warrant making sequels. Like, go check it out in theaters. Please support it. This is not a big budget blockbuster film it looks like it could be like believe me like they spent the money really well on this movie it looks great but i know they didn't spend a whole lot of money on this movie so please go support it it's awesome you won't regret it uh so yeah that's really all i wanted to say about it i saw this movie today it was awesome blew me away i can't wait to see what happens if anything happens next so whoo bright burn go check it out so <laughs> Kind of, kind of to, kind of to well, piggyback, that... piggyback on what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, director is David Jarvoski. Um, ah, thank you. Yes. Yeah, Jarvoski. Um, his, a lot of people, if you pay attention, he's actually in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. He's one of the uh, the Ravagers, uh, the Goth Ravagers, oh. obviously. Um, oh, he's nice. also been credited with uh, directing one of my favorite commercials. Um, and that would have been Guardians of the Galaxy Inferno. Yeah, buddy. So, oh, nice. <laughs> and That's then also, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like you, like I said, it, you know, James Gunn was keeping it in his wheelhouse. So, yep. That's pretty cool. 
a lot of great people in this movie too. Actually, now I'm looking through like the cast and everything. Also, mm-hmm. oh yeah, <laughs> um, oh shit, I didn't realize Michael Michael was in that movie too. Michael Roker, <laughs> Roker. <laughs> yeah, see, I wasn't gonna say that because, uh, but now that you we... brought it up, yeah, like th- that was it, he has a cameo in the film, and when he popped up, I was like, of course. He was gonna show up in this movie. Well, <laughs> like, why did I? Why did I not see this coming? So, so yeah, it's Michael Rooker's in the movie, and it's pretty cool. It's funny though because we this ties into something that we brought up last week, where we talked about mm-hmm. every film that James Gunn is attached to. We know that he's gonna be yeah, in the movie Michael too. Rooker, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Close. And like I said, when he showed up, because like mind you, he he doesn't have a big role in this movie, but when he shows, he's actually. All right, like since it's already up there, Michael Rooker's in the movie. I might as well be. <laughs> um, he like like I said, if they end up going forward with sequels to this movie, his character could be like the through line for all of them. Like yeah. he's the one who, his character is the one who brings up the the. It's like there are more like this out there, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I I'm, I'm I really dig it. I hope, like I said, I hope we get more. The other thing this, I saw this movie was fantastic. I, I saw the red band trailer for this and I was I was mm-hmm. sold. I was sold when I saw mm-hmm. like the first trailer of it, seeing a red band, mm-hmm. and I think they had like a red band scene for it as well on YouTube, so you can check that out. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm one hundred percent like in on this movie. The idea of this movie just I've always thought that, like, how cool would it have been had Superman been like, you know what? Fuck you guys! I know I'm different. I'm about, to, I'm about to get all of you, 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 and especially you for what you did to me in gym class. Give me a wedgie, like yeah. This- <laughs> it, it's funny because I was watching the movie and I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, the the classic story of Superman is very optimistic, and you know, we always talk about like Superman represents the best of humanity, even though he is not a human being. He represents what humanity could be. You know, again, if we aspired to be something more. But I was watching this movie and I thought this might be pessimistic, but honestly, this is probably what we would be if we had superpowers, especially when we were in our formative teenage years like this kid is. Because I remembered being like that in high school, like getting bullied and picked on and thinking like, you know, if I had superpowers, like nobody would mess with me. Like I'd, I'd mess up all these guys, you know, and it's like, yeah, I'd pro- I probably would have ended up being this kid, like, which is messed up. But it's kind of, you know, sadly, it's kind of true, which I honestly, I believe that's why uh, humanity has never developed superpowers and never will probably, because honestly, we'd be terrible people too. So even if we but did, yeah, we no, would it, find a way it, to like put the other person down like so quick. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Evolution, not you. yeah exactly exactly so yeah yeah no um this movie was great i loved it and uh yeah check it out check it out everybody please please five stars what do you give it i want what's up five stars what do you give it uh let's see if i were to give it uh on a scale of one to five probably 4.5 nice i like Like, it. it was really it was really good it was I I will say the only downside to it was, 
and again, this is because it was such a lower budget. I understand they couldn't do this, but like they sort of promised us something. And I'm not going to give away what it was. If you watch the movie, you'll see it immediately. But obviously because of the budget, they could not deliver that to us. At least not in this movie. Like Again, I hope if we do get sequels, we'll get to see something like that. But yeah, that's really the only thing that, that keeps it from being like five out of five. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I highly recommend it to everybody else. So check it out. So yeah, that, uh, those are my thoughts on Brightburn. Uh, so uh all that having been said, let's get into the news. Uh, like I said, we don't have a whole lot this week, uh, but we do. We're going to start off with a few updates on some stories we previously reported on in previous episodes. Uh, so last week, right, Cliff, we reported on the whole thing with uh, Daniel Craig on the set of the twenty-fifth James Bond film. Yep. So, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, um, or, you know, whatever, uh, just to get you guys up to date, Daniel Craig, uh, he slipped while filming a, an action sequence in Jamaica and he injured his ankle. And so they suspended filming until they could, uh, figure out how to move forward. So we got an update this week on the 22nd. So that was what Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. And so the update is, uh, Daniel Craig will be going, will be undergoing minor ankle surgery resulting from an injury sustained during filming in Jamaica. Production will continue whilst Craig is rehabilitating for two weeks post-surgery. The film remains on track for the same release date in April 2020. That's good news. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's really good news Like, because we were, uh, Cliff and I were actually really concerned about this whole thing because... Uh, Cliff being an athlete and, you know, myself having suffered some, some injuries uh, in my youth, <laughs> uh, we know it's not an easy thing to, uh, to, to come back from. So, you know, it, it's, it's good to hear that he, he hasn't suffered any like serious injury and it, it seems like he'll be, he'll be back on his feet shortly. So it's very good to hear and it's good for the it's good for the film like you know nobody's losing out on any work uh, like they said they're still filming obviously they're going to shuffle things around so that they shoot whatever daniel craig is not in before he has to come in and do his stuff so that's pretty cool that's cool it's good to hear it's good to hear that everything is uh you know not terrible so uh cliff you have anything to say about this no, just really, it's kind of how we said it last week, you know, just speedy recovery. I'm glad it doesn't affect a date at all. So, I mean, mm -hmm. we're still going to be moving along. So, yeah, man, that's pretty much yeah. all I really think about. Just get well. Yep. Get well soon, Daniel. All right. Now, this next update. <laughs> Boy, uh, I actually missed when this news dropped. Uh, Cliff actually told it to me. Because uh, I was in the movie theater watching *Brightburn* when this happened, so uh, I guess uh, Cliff, you might you might want to take the reins on this one because I honestly don't know a whole lot about it. All I know is that the uh, we reported on the whole Sonic backlash, but apparently today it was announced that they're going to be pushing the release date back. So, Cliff, do you want to take it from here? Sure. 
So, thanks to the internet knocking the rings out of the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we, nice pun. Like we, we've, we've officially, I've been wanting to use that all day. We've, uh, we've officially <laughs> had the, we've officially had, uh, the date moved for the Sonic movie. Um, I think it was supposed to come out later this year. Um, it got pushed mm-hmm. back to 2020. So, speaking of James Bond, right. now we have James Bond and we're going to have, uh, Sonic together in the same year. Um, yeah. Obviously, the redesign probably is taking a little bit more of a hit than what we initially thought. Like they were gonna try to change things up, because um, mm-hmm. we all remember we 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 speculated, but we were just kind of thrown out there for fun that they put out this bad design purposely to see if fans would react, and that they already had mm-hmm. the redesign done, which clearly mm-hmm. wasn't the idea. So they really yeah. didn't have they this. And yeah, it and sucks. That, that also like uh, it goes back to what I was talking about when we initially reported on the, the whole backlash. It's like, you know, it, it's one thing for the, like, like I said, then it's good that they listened to the fans and were like, okay, you don't like this. So we'll, you know, we're going to redesign it. But again, it's like, obviously it, there's a lot of work that has to go into that. And, you know, that's not going to make things any easier on the people who are working on the film. So, you know, like this makes sense that they would have to push the release date back for the redesign because like I said before, like they would have to redesign all the merchandise and all that stuff to go with it. So <laughs> yeah, like Cliff said, uh, the internet really knocked the rings out of this movie. So <laughs> uh, I, and I still, I genuinely still feel bad for everybody who is working on this, who has worked on the movie, who is still working on the movie because while I, I still think like it's it's a good thing that they listen to to reactions and whatnot, but like this is sort of the thing that I wanted to talk about. Um, it seems like fans nowadays, and I, it it it's largely in, in part well largely due to the internet. Like everybody has a voice, and everybody feels so entitled. Like oh, we don't like this, so you better change it, you know. And then it's it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing when creators listen to people like that, because that only makes them more entitled. Cause like, see, they listen to us. So if we don't like something and we say we don't like it, they're going to change it. Like this goes back to what me and Cliff were talking about last week with the game of Thrones fans who were upset with the, uh, this final season and like star Wars fans who were, who were and still are upset about the last Jedi. It's like, guys grow up. Like, like there's, there comes a point where, yes, we as fans have some ownership over these characters and these properties that we loved for so long, but that doesn't give us the right to complain and demand things because we don't actually own these properties. Like, do you know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. Like, I at this point, I feel like they should have just stuck with the the crappy design they had originally and just been like, nope, that we're gonna keep it. Deal with it. You know, that's when the pixelated glasses come. Deal with it. Uh, so, I, you know, this whole thing just feels like it really is just like fueling all the, the crybabies today. And like, again, like I said, it's just all this entitlement that people feel in the the internet age. What so, the fuck I don't is know, the man. internet? I... <laughs> Dope, re- sick reference. If anybody out there gets that reference, I love you. 
So yeah, uh, Cliff Swag, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Hey, I I will I will tell you what my thoughts are uh, to continue. Uh, mm. The internet is a communication tool used used the world over, where people <laughs> can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with with one another. Uh, <laughs> I really this it's funny because I mean we we bring it up, we bitch about shit on on online, but the challenge is mm-hmm. still something I'm going to put out there. Uh, now that we've got that redesign coming, go support the movie because it does not make yeah. sense to sit back and go, oh yeah, we bitch and we got our way. But I'm still not going to watch that movie because it's going to be trash. Like, I get it. James Martin's in it. There's nothing we can do about it. Okay? It's just what it is. <laughs> he's he's not yeah. bringing us. Just because he was in Hop doesn't mean that Sonic is going to suck too, okay? So let's let's try to support that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I, You know, we said this when we talked about the initial backlash. But, yeah, Cliff um, – I agree. Like it, it's important to support something like, cause like I said, then, and I, I, I believed it then I believe it now. Like if someone's willing to listen to criticisms and whatnot like that from the fans, then you owe it to that person to go support their, their project. So yeah, don't be those guys. <laughs> like don't Seriously, guys. we're better than that. Or we should be. I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I know like <laughs> I try to be better than that. So uh, and I know Swag and Cliff do as well. So, you know, just don't be those guys. Seriously, <laughs> Swag, do you have anything to say about the about this news? Uh, not really. I mean, you guys already said everything. You know, like I agree with everything you guys said. And that is the thing you right. said about the you know everybody being <laughs> you know yeah. thinking that they're entitled to to get their way. Yeah, but like, and the thing about this, I was thinking about that the other day. Cause I don't remember what brought that thought into my head, but I, I was really thinking about it. I was like, it, the internet really, it's, it's a great place, but sometimes you know people find a way to ruin it with their complaining <laughs> yeah. and, and it just it yeah. sucks. Yeah, but, it it really does. I agree. It's like because like the internet is like. You know, we talk about how the internet is kind of a terrible place to be most of the time, but like the thing is, it is a great tool and a great resource to use. But when people use it for the wrong reasons, <laughs> which most yeah. people do, uh, yeah, it kind of it it just really sours me on the whole thing. But I yeah, mean, so. you know, here we are doing a podcast that we uh, <laughs> distribute via the internet, so it's yeah. not like I can complain about it too much. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, honestly, I think it just comes down to certain fan bases or fans. Like I said, I mean, you look at the people who are petitioning to get the final season of Game of Thrones remade just because they didn't like it. Or, you know, like people who were complaining about The Last Jedi, which, you know, I love that movie. Yeah. But there are people who are com- complaining and petitioning like, oh, we want it removed from canon. Or, you know, it's like, go, you know what, guys, go. <sighs> go jump off a cliff like <laughs> good riddance to you guys we don't need you anyways yeah. so yeah man i i feel like it really is just certain fans or fan bases or maybe not even the fan bases like that feels kind of uh it's kind of a broad statement to make uh, certain sections of fan bases because i know there are yeah. there are still people in certain fan bases who are not toxic like that so 
But I'm yeah. Gonna... So I don't. I don't know. Uh, okay, oh, I'll ahead, play. Bro. I'll play devil's advocate. So I agree mm-hmm. with you about Last Jedi. People just shut up, mm-hmm. enjoy the movie, move the fuck on. However, there are <laughs> yeah. times yeah. where this sick, twisted, dark place called the internet <laughs> has a little bit of kernel of truth. And if you mean to tell me that that Sonic the Hedgehog was gonna be our guy. I've seen it's always sunny in Philadelphia do better jobs with fucking jumpsuits than what we got. And, you know, one of my friends brought it up. He was just like, when people complain about the teeth and fingernails of a cartoon character, that's where I draw the line. I'm like, dude, that drawing sucked 100%. And he was like, he came back and was trying to be combative. Like like I was saying, like, it, it... you're totally within your rights to have hated that design. Like, even I was like, you know, those teeth creep me out. So <laughs> please do something about that. Like, I've seen some of the like people who photoshopped it. Like, all they did was change the teeth and gave him like actual like fangs, like a, a hedgehog would have. And I was like, that already looks ten times better. Like, that's you really only have to tweak a few things. But I don't know. It it really it just bothers me the way people it really you know it really is just like this whole internet generation where they're like why don't you just push a button and, and get what i want right away it's like well that's not really how life works but no <laughs> yeah. this isn't uh, netflix god damn it <laughs> yes exactly that's exactly what i was talking about because i was talking like a friend of mine like uh, this is gonna get weird but i mean like we, <laughs> we like i said we don't have a whole lot of news to talk about but a friend of mine I feel like he he thought like his uh like relationships with with girls he to me it always felt like he viewed them like Netflix like he just pushes a button and gets what he wants right away it's like that's not how those things work dude like you got, you, you have to put time into this stuff and make it work like that's the real world all right like the internet has kind of like warped people's perceptions of how reality works yeah so but, right uh, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Stop swiping so, left. Enjoy your uh, trip. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like, like I said, like you know, you everybody is totally entitled to have not liked that design. I'm not saying you had to like it, but I'm just saying, you know, there there are better ways to handle that kind of uh, what's the word? There's there's better ways for you to handle your dislike of something. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. To voice your opinion. So speaking yeah, of so voicing, I, you know, can I can I yeah. say what my biggest problem was with the Sonic movie? Uh, the voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> Why wasn't Jaleel White the fucking voice actor? You could still use Steve Urkel as the fucking voice actor of Sonic, <laughs> and it would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good point, man. Like, yeah. I was gonna like, bring it up last time. I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm reminded of, like, you know, Wreck-It Ralph. Every time a video game character appeared in that, they were voiced by whoever did the voice in the video game. It's like, right? yeah, just do that. Yeah. Just do that. So, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that one, Cliff. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything, because that's Ben Schwartz, right? Who's yeah. doing the voice in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have anything against him, but I'm I'm totally with you. Like, yeah, just bring I'm back just gonna... the, the the voice that we all know. I'm gonna hashtag that. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> bring, hashtag bring back Urkel. 
<laughs> yeah, there you go. Get that trending on Twitter right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so uh let's get into to what we gotta talk about next because uh this this was interesting. I this was something that I knew was happening, but I wasn't expecting to get any kind of footage. Uh, at least not not uh, this early. But uh, so the, it was announced that Patrick Stewart would be returning to the Star Trek franchise for his own uh, television series on CBS All Access. Uh, as you know, they've been doing uh, Star Trek Discovery, and uh, we reported uh, a few months ago on they announced they're going to be doing an animated Star Trek series on there as well. So be on the lookout for that. But uh, so Patrick Stewart is returning. He's going to be playing Jean-Luc Picard yet again, 25 years after the next generation went off the air. Uh, although in the series, only 15 years has passed. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that works, but all right. Let's go with it. So, yeah, we got the first uh, teaser trailer. And uh, it didn't really, didn't really show a lot. And I'm still a little... Like I'm not really sure what's going on with this new series, but I mean it was just it was just great to see Patrick Stewart again, you know. <laughs> so, uh, what did you guys think of this trailer? Are you guys excited? You guys gonna be checking it out? Yeah, I'm gonna order me a bottle of Chateau Picard. <laughs> oh yeah, I want that. I hope they actually make those. <laughs> like <laughs> I want one. Hey man, nowadays so, with just the way that people, you know, market these things, I wouldn't doubt that they're already like manufacturing bottles yeah. of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll do like a limited run. Like, you better reserve yours now. So, yeah. yeah. I'm definitely going to have to get one if they do that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in the show. Really excited. Um, you know, you guys know me. I love Star Trek, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cliff, what do you think of the... Are you excited? Yeah, I, the, the best part about it, too, was... It very it felt very interviewish, so I'm very curious about the mm-hmm. 15 year period that they discussed in the trailer, like why mm-hmm. he left and stuff. So I'm very curious to like really listen to that, yeah. and I want to know if we're gonna bring back certain people for like certain episodes. Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. where I want to get to. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's true. You could always bring back uh, cast members from the next generation or. You know, even from other shows like Voyager or Deep Space Nine or something. So, yeah, man, you bring up a good point. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that makes that totally makes sense. So yeah, you know, there it, the possibilities for this show. Uh, you can do anything, really. I mean, Star Trek. You can do time travel if you wanted to. So, <laughs> you know, it, there is precedence for that in the Star Trek universe. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. Can't wait to see it. Uh, I don't know that we got a release date, did we? I didn't see one. I just saw it coming soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's all that was on there. It says... Doo, doo. Oh, yeah. No. There, <laughs> there's no release date. Oh, well. I guess we'll just have to keep a lookout on that for, for the future. So, yeah. Star Trek Picard looks great. If you haven't seen the trailer, check it out. Let us know what you think. <laughs> all right. So... Now we're going to get into the big topic of discussion for this episode. This was kind of the big thing that dropped this week. We were looking forward to it. I know I was. And this is actually, I'm glad Swag is here because uh, I'm going to need him to validate a few things that I'm about to say. 
and also because I know he's a big fan of this property as much as I am. I know, and I know a lot of people are, but like Swag and I, this is like one of the things that we bond over. So uh, we got the first trailer for the new Terminator film titled Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, it's James Cameron's return to the franchise. He has not been involved with the franchise since Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And it's being directed by Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool. And it's funny because I remember after he it was announced he was not going to be doing Deadpool 2, wasn't he attached to that Sonic the Hedgehog movie for like a minute? Yeah. I'm pretty sure was. I read that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he was attached to it for a while. Uh, and then he left that, which probably for the better, <laughs> judging by how things have gone. So, so yeah, so now he's doing Terminator and, you know, bravo to him. He seems to be lining up some some pretty awesome projects, you know, coming up Deadpool, he's doing Terminator, two very big uh, properties that I'm a fan of. I know, I know we all are. Uh, but this, this project in particular is worth discussing because um, they've, they've already said this, like this is a sequel to Terminator 2. They're ignoring Everything that came out that came out after that, like Terminator Three, Rise of the Machines, Terminator Salvation, Terminator Genesis, get that movie out of here! Can't <laughs> can't stand that movie. Um, and unfortunately, that also means they're ignoring Terminator: The Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I love. But I mean, hey, that's just the way it goes. But um, uh, this movie is very interesting because I remember while they were still work- like way before we even got this trailer. Uh, they released uh, a couple of images, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, they announced uh, Linda Hamilton is returning as Sarah Connor, which that's always that's always a welcome addition. You know, I feel I feel like she was sorely missed in a lot of the sequels, so it's good it's good that she's coming back, and she looks awesome in this movie. If you haven't seen the trailer, go check it out. It looks awesome. Uh, <laughs> and one of the one of the mysteries is whether or not Arnold Schwarzenegger is or is not playing a Terminator. Because I've heard conflicting reports. I've heard he's playing a human character in this movie, but I've also heard that he is playing a Terminator. Maybe he's doing both. Who knows? Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but uh, new cast members and, uh, like, Mackenzie Davis is in this movie. I love Mackenzie Davis. I'll watch anything that woman's in. Love her. So they got my money already. <laughs> now, we're gonna got we're gonna get into because all right, we're gonna get into it because after the trailer released there were a lot of people online who were asking a question that I was asking before we even got this trailer. But people were like, Where's John Connor? He's not in this trailer. <sighs> and this is where uh, I'm gonna have to have swag back me up. Yeah. Because we were actually talking about this a couple of weeks ago. Like three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Three or four weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. Because uh, I was talking to Swag, I was like, you know, they're doing that new Terminator movie, and you know, I was ta- I was telling him I was I watched an interview that James Cameron and Tim Miller did for uh, it was some like maybe it was the Hollywood Reporter or Variety or something. You can you can watch it; it's on YouTube. Check it out. But I watched that interview, and they were talking about you know breaking the story, why they wanted to do this movie, what their intentions were, what they were trying to achieve. You know, and they were being as vague and as broad as they could be because they obviously didn't want to give too much away. But Swag, you'll remember I was telling you 
I started to get this feeling and I started to really think about it because I, prior to this trailer came out, even I was like, yeah, there's no John Connor in the cast. There's nobody cast to play John Connor. There's nothing about him in the check the cast list. There's nothing. Yeah. And I started to get, I started to think, I was like, okay, if this is supposed to be happening in the present and you know, obviously Sarah Connor is much older than she was the last time we saw her. I started to talk to Swag and I said, I have this idea. I have a theory because I know who's involved in creating this film. You know, it's not just James Cameron. Like James Cameron put together a writer's room and it consists of himself, uh, our boy, David Goyer, who we've talked about on this podcast before. That's my boy. Love him. And interestingly enough, Josh Friedman, the guy who created the Sarah Connor Chronicles. So myself being familiar with all of these guys' work, and remember Swag, I was like, I, I tried to put myself in their shoes and think, if I were breaking a new Terminator movie, what would I do? Like, mm-hmm. if I were those guys, how would I sort of breathe new life into this franchise? And I said to Swag, I think John Connor doesn't exist anymore. Yep. I remember it very like clear. when you think of, yeah, when you think about it, if this movie takes place in the present and they've postponed judgment day like this far, and like I said, Sarah Connor isn't she's a much older woman now. And you know, we were talking about like Judgment Day was supposed to happen in nineteen ninety seven. Obviously that didn't happen. because uh, we're in two thousand nineteen now. So and so if Judgment Day didn't happen when it was originally supposed to happen, then Kyle Reese, there's a real possibility he might not have even been born. And and even if he were, he'd be pretty much an adult at this point. So if Judgment Day hasn't happened and Kyle Reese hasn't been born or he is and he's just gone on to live a normal life now then he never goes back in time and he and Sarah never, for lack of a better word, create John Connor. So that then rewrites all of the mythology right there. So I think John Connor doesn't exist. And this trailer kind of confirms that, you know, because if you pay attention to the trailer, this movie seems to be about protecting someone else altogether. Uh, and in the trailer uh, Mackenzie Davis's character Grace even asks Sarah Connor she's like uh, why do you care so much what happens to her she says because I was her and I think she means that like you know she well (laughs) you know like because in the first movie the Terminator was coming to kill her because her child would end up being the savior of mankind so I think the timeline and everything being rewritten I think this new character will be the mother of the savior of mankind. Yep. I think that's what's happening in this movie. <laughs> and like, Swag, you backed me up. I pitched this to you yeah. weeks ago. Late I was like, I think this is what's in happening. In this very room. Yeah, yeah. We had a whole discussion. Yeah, we had a whole discussion about the Terminator and this movie in, in particular. And I was like, that's interesting. Because if you do that, you avoid having to do crap like what they did with Terminator Genesis. <laughs> which I will never forgive those people for. <laughs> but, but again, 
it opens up new doors and new avenues for storytelling because now you can then pass this story on to new characters and you can you can do anything at this point like just do whatever you want now and you don't have to worry about making hardcore fans of that original story angry you know because now it's like well this is what happens now once you've messed with time so many times and you know so yeah so that's what i think is happening in this movie that's what i thought was going to happen and like i said this trailer seems to confirm it so with that information uh cliff swag what do you guys think of this movie what do you think of the trailer what do you think about what potentially might be happening with this movie Cliff? No, go on, go on, Swag. Let him know. <laughs> uh, I really like. I, I told, I told you, Antonio, that mm-hmm. I, like, I sent you that message that morning, mm-hmm. and that I saw the trailer before I even got like a, a notification from you sending me mm-hmm. the link, and I, just seeing it on my own, discovering it there, like I saw it, and I, I kind of like had that moment like this isn't real and then i looked at it and i was like wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i clicked on it and i watched the whole thing and i sat there and i was like you know what i think he was right (laughs) (laughs) and i was i was very hyped the whole day i was you know i was happy that finally getting you know a new Terminator movie that isn't that doesn't have anything to do with Genesis. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And I'm, I was like very excited just from like the first couple, just the first minute, and mm-hmm. then you know hearing yeah. the line about uh, what Sarah says about you know being almost human. And then the response yeah. being, I am human. I was like, oh, yeah. they're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. And this one. And I was like, that's. And again, like, that goes back to that conversation we had that night. Because we were yeah. talking about that's kind of what led us to that whole moment was we were talking about just salvation and just the Terminator series in general. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the whole thing about humanity. Yes. And I'm glad to see that they're yeah, taking yeah. that part again from Salvation and putting it in this movie and still taking that story and making it canon in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. I understand what you're saying. And um I feel like I feel like it's important like we should maybe <laughs> not a bit because uh Swag and I are actually really big fans of Terminator Salvation. I know most people don't like that movie or whatever. It's interesting because I've heard people defend Terminator three and then say salvation is a bad movie. And I'm like, (laughs) are you high? Like, what is wrong with you? Terminator three is like the biggest slap in the face to not only the fans, but the mythology of the Terminator altogether. But yeah, like uh, swag and I were talking that night, that night when I pitched him that whole theory, because we were talking about, well, we were talking about the Terminator just in general. And we were talking about how, sort of our favorite thing about the whole story is like, you know, the idea of humanity and a lot of the questions that this series poses in regards to humanity, like whether or not we are worth 
whether or not we're worthy of even existing, you know, and what does it mean to be human? And that's kind of one of the things we loved about Terminator Salvation is that, you know, it, it asks the question, like, you know, spoilers for a movie that's been out for over 10 years, but, you know, the Terminator in that movie is a human machine hybrid. You know, he's got a human brain and a human heart. And, like I said to Swag that night, like the, the thing about that story is like, you know, you can take sort of the two essential elements of the human uh, anatomy and put them into a robotic body. Uh, and, you know, you're still, you can still be human. You can still choose to be that part of you. You can still choose to be a man, you know, and you can yeah. still choose to do the right thing. And that's what's interesting about that movie to me. Uh, and to swag you know we both agreed on that so yeah I thought that was really cool when I saw that like like you said I saw that again in this trailer and I was like oh okay so they are going this way because again I told you that night like that was a theory that some of us had as well because in some of those photos that they released like you could see sort of the scars on her arms and whatnot Mm. and so we were like I think she's like i think she's a human but maybe she's been enhanced with cybernetics or something like that because it looks like she's been operated on and so yeah this the trailer kind of confirmed that as well so yeah it was nice to see that and also this trailer there were other things i noticed in this trailer that reminded me of maybe not previous terminator movies but ideas i heard that were pitched for previous movies that never actually happened like, for a while there, Ridley Scott was going to direct Terminator 3, which that would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I heard a part of his script, the script that he was working on, involved two, like, uh, you know, um, airplanes colliding into each other and then crashing into Los Angeles. So you can imagine my surprise when I saw in this trailer <laughs> there was a section where two airplanes, like, <laughs> crash into each other. And I was like, yo! Like, I think they just lifted that idea from Ridley Scott's script. So, yeah, it seems like it kind of seems like they're taking ideas from either from previous movies or previous versions of movies that never happened. Like, you know, they were looking at stuff and they were like, well, what were the coolest parts of these movies and how can we maybe incorporate yeah. them into our movie? So I think that's cool. I think that's pretty bold. And also... Yeah, I just really like the idea. Like I said, when I, I, like I said to you, and you know this about me, like I hate when sequels just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because like if I wanted to watch The Terminator or Terminator 2, if I wanted to just watch that again, I'd stay at home and throw in my, you know, my Blu-ray copy and watch that. Why yeah. would I pay money to go to a theater and watch that again? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I like that this seems to be like yes it's giving us something familiar but also taking it in a new direction which you know that's what i love that's what i like to see in continuations or sequels so yeah i'm really excited for this movie the trailer looks awesome and also i think just you know validation on like i think i guessed the plot correctly so (laughs) yeah so that was pretty, that's pretty, that was just nice for me to be like, oh, I think I got it. I think I nailed it. So, yeah. <laughs> Cliff, what do you think of this trailer? What were your thoughts? All right. So two things, right? 
Mm-hmm. We have acknowledged that this movie is a sequel to Terminator and Terminator 2, correct? Yes. Okay, so John Connor would have been like 10 years old in that movie, right? In the second one he was? In Terminator 2? Yeah. I He was... See, I always get confused on this as well. Like, Because if the first Terminator took place in 1984, and Judgment Day was supposed to happen in 1997... So even if Terminator 2 took place 10 years after the first... Yeah, he'd only be 10 years old. Yeah, which, I mean, he would but still I be in the I feel movie. like he's supposed to be... Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, I feel like he was supposed to be, like, maybe 13, which doesn't really line up, because that would either put them, like, right before Judgment Day was supposed to happen. So I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and I only bring it up, right, because that means... That if this is going to be a direct sequel of Judgment 2, that means that John Connor technically is in canon, like is in, in the world somewhere. We don't know where, obviously, because the trailer didn't say anything to us. But John Connor much mm-hmm. very much alive in this, which I guess would still complete the loop. And I'm, I have to agree with you, though. I was a fan of Salvation. I didn't like mm-hmm. Rise of the Machine. I thought that was sucked i didn't even watch genesis i just watched a trailer and got the hint that arnold is gonna save the day yeah big fucking whoop but i loved and (laughs) i loved salvation i thought the idea of a post-apocalyptic world after skynet and christian bale was the man like pushing society to do better i loved yeah that's the thing that i always i always point out about terminator salvation is that i buy christian bale as the adult john connor mm-hmm. like i buy that that guy is the savior of mankind like i yeah. i believe that he would lead the human resistance against skynet i really do he has saved us and in that, the future that's just one of the things twice. I love about salvation yes <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah yeah I, <laughs> yes <laughs> but I, yeah i don't I've heard people making an argument for like uh, John Connor is still alive, but maybe he's he's out there building the resistance or whatnot. But I I don't know, man. I have I kind of I honestly believe he doesn't exist in this continuity anymore. Like all the tampering with the timeline, I honestly believe they've wiped his existence from history. Yeah, yeah. it'll be curious because I wonder if like maybe well you know what maybe they have him at like the beginning of the movie and some shit mm-hmm. happens to him and then they continue mm-hmm. the story on from there like what if that was like a deal you know because you would still you could still acknowledge that like oh yeah you know maybe John. and then move on yeah maybe i you know i don't know <laughs> uh all you know all i can really say is like you know just judging by the trailer and certain conclusions that i arrived at on my own like it seems to line up but i could be wrong like I'm not saying I'm 100% right. I'm just saying uh yeah. Everything yeah. seems to line up. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'm I'm admitting right here I could be 100% wrong. Like maybe he shows up at the end of the movie and he's like, "Hey, you know, we're Would ready to go." You know, and like, it shows like some Yeah, yeah, you know, like that could very much happen and if that happens, I will I will totally admit that I was wrong. Can uh, you know, cuz I'm I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. So, so yeah, but I, you know, it's just, yeah, I think that this trailer, it's weird though. Because, okay. So I'm going to bring something up because I've actually heard, I heard a few 
people reporting on the fact that we would see John Connor in the movie, but it would be him still as a child. Because allegedly they've got um, a teenage boy cast to play John Connor. And for whatever reason, they're just omitting him from the cast list. Uh, again, I don't know how true this is. This is just what I've heard. And they said, like, they're going to, what they're going to do is, like, remember in uh, Captain America Civil War when they did the 20-year-old Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Uh, I heard they're going to be doing that with John Connor, but like they're going to be taking Edward Furlong from Terminator 2 and like, you know, digitally recreating him over this, this young boy. But to what end? I don't know. I don't know. That's all I've heard about it. So like he might appear in the movie, but again, like everything I've heard about it, it seems like he's going to appear as a child like he was in Terminator 2. So... I don't know. Take that for for whatever you want. Like I've heard that from multiple sources, but it's been unconfirmed. So I don't know. Just I'm not gonna thought. lie, man. Looking up the person that they've casted, I want to say quote unquote, uh, Jude Colley is his name, and mm. he already looks like a young Edward Furlong. <laughs> and well, I yeah, I mean imagine. they do that. Well, because I think about like, like the guy that they got to play Grand Moff Tarkin in Rogue One already looked like the original guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, I was thinking, just, you know, they CGI'd the rest of it around him. So yeah, because just like uh, what was it? Um, was it Fast and the Furious Six where Paul Walker passed away oh, and yeah, they yeah. had his brother like step in the yeah, role, yeah. but then they like digitally put. Paul Walker's face on there, and like, yeah, yeah. they drove off in that final and, scene. And that's that's what they do when they do those sort of things. You know, they try to find someone who already looks like the actor, so that you know they really only have to fill in certain gaps. But yeah, I mean, like like I said, I don't I don't know how true any of that information is. Like he might be in the movie, he might not be. So we'll see. We'll have to see. This is one of those things where it's it's going to be a waiting game. You know. Yeah. yeah, we won't really know anything until we see the movie, or at the at worst case scenario, they release a trailer that completely spoils everything. So, yeah. which you know has happened before. So, uh, <laughs> so and, okay. So besides the uh, the curious case of John Connor, there were a lot of things in this trailer that I also wanted to talk about. Ma- mainly the new Terminator played by 